Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we're back. Hello, Dr. Smith. How are you? You know how I'm doing. I'm doing great. I know how you do it. <laughs> Tony You're the doing Tiger. well. That is awesome. That is awesome. I'm doing well, too, because before we got on air, you told me you're having worse weather than me. And, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a weather bird. I, I live uh-huh. by the weather. And so I'm good because we got sunshine in Chicago, at least and, today. Yeah, so. you're about to get more sunshine next week. <laughs> I am. I'm going to, by the time the listeners hear this, just understand I'm on a beach in the sun with water. That's all. That's by the time we release this. So just send your good vibes to me as I'm (laughs) I'm sitting on a beach in Mexico. But let's get started. Enough of that. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, today's music tip is... There's a site called Splice, uh, I think it's splice.com. And it's actually, uh, again, one of my students um, hooked me up with this. And it's an interesting site. It just it gives you a way to organize all of your music, um, helps you to collaborate with other artists. Um, I think you can sync your DAW, your DAW, with, with the, uh, the website. So you can, can mm. upload files and, and basically organize your files. So I, I didn't get a chance to go all the way through to see all the things it had, but it, it was very interesting how it's it's trying to bring bring together, create a platform for everybody to use and to uh, to create a better workflow for their songwriting and everything else. So uh, check it out, Splice.com. Um, they, they didn't even pay us to give us this promo, but I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, We're going to tag them out. and let them know. So you said it's Splice, like S-P as in Paul. Splice. Yeah, S-P-L-I-C-E, Splice. All right. That's a new one for me. I, I will say I've never heard of that. So I will check that out, particularly, you know, when you've got all kinds of files, all kinds of places, Trust all kinds me. of, you know, <laughs> I know I double save, triple save. And it's like, Lord, you know, if I could just have a, a really safe home somewhere uh, so that's, yeah that got good. that that track called final mastering 25 <laughs> right Vers- exactly version 25 <laughs> exactly it's like this is version 80 but yeah oh, no that's good well thank you and yep. i we're gonna we're gonna get into our interview today and i'm really i'm always really excited for these interviews because i heard you got I, something special the, the today be- I, I do. And the beauty of doing these podcasts is, you know, well, we get to pick who we want. <laughs> right. So everybody that we bring on are people that we know that, you know, the listeners will enjoy. But also they're people we actually like are curious about and interested mm-hmm. in. Right. So totally. I'm really excited. Yeah. To bring this artist. I before I kind of bring her on just a little backstory. Um, she and I, I don't even know if she's going to remember this, but I had heard her name and I met her after a show. I can't remember exactly. I think it might've been an Angela Johnson show, but, um, and she's just so, when you, when you meet, um, this artist in person, 
you know, you're already going to be kind of blown away by her, her voice, but her spirit and her energy, I, I instantly, you know, just was like, wow, this girl has such great energy and, and spirit. So, um, I'm just really glad that, you know, since then she and I have been able to kind of communicate by social media and just more recently, um, she's got to tell about her journey. She was, um, on the show, the voice, which I have to just kind of say that early. So people have context of, you know, who we're going for or who we're going to be talking to. And I was just really excited for her because once I met her, I knew her energy was so good and having that on top of a fantastic voice, you know, I think she just really kind of deserves that kind of space. So I want right. to welcome um, on our podcast today. She's a vocalist. Um, she does soul, jazz, beautiful person, Megan McNeil. Hi, Megan. Hi, hey, Megan. How are you? Hi, Kenya. Hi, Dr. Smith. How's everybody? <laughs> We're doing We're great. Good. We're good. Fantastic. I hear I'm just, the, you know, the description, I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. Yes, that's what that's the one. every week. <laughs> <laughs> He's never less, never less than that. So, nope. but, um, but we're, I'm fantastic every week too, when I come to this, cause we, we get to talk to really, uh, amazing artists like yourself. So if you could just tell, um, the listeners, um, just kind of who is Megan, um, musically and, you know, how did you, how have you gotten kind of where you are right now? What's been, what's the journey been like? Oh, well, um, I think that in order to know, it's funny to talk about myself in third person, but to know Megan musically is to just know (laughs) me, you know, um, I'm just a girl. I'm Frankie's granddaughter, Marcy's, Marcy's baby, uh, little girl, you know, so (laughs) I just am who I am. And then I happen to be a singer and mix that all in. But I think that, um, when people come to the shows, it just feels like a big family party because I don't know, <laughs> I don't know any other way to be I'm like, I'm going to sing these songs for you, but you guys are like my cousins and my aunts and my uncles and, you know, um, but I started singing yeah. the first time that I ever sang in public, I was nine or 10 years old and I sang at my aunt's wedding. Um, and it was really because I, I wanted to be one of her bridesmaids, but she's like, yeah, girl, no bridesmaids dresses cost too much money. We're not going to be doing that, but you can sing <laughs> at the wedding if you would like. And she asked that I sing uh, Stevie Wonder's You and I. Um, and that was the first time that I ever did anything. I don't, I don't even think that we knew that I could sing before that. It was just kind of like a... I was about to say, that's a pretty heavy I song. Know. For I'm the saying. First half. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's a difficult song to sing for any age and to do it at that age. It's like, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Hello. I think I got disconnected for a second, but um, yeah. So that's the first time that I sang in public and um the minister of music from the church where they got married heard me and then asked that I join the children's choir. And I've been singing a little bit ever since. Wow. Well, that is, that is fantastic. And, um, you know, I, I, when you talked about having, like feeling like it's just family, like I do, I get the sense that you're very comfortable, um, on the stage and that, I mean, I might be wrong, you know, you might be a really good actress, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but um, it's probably the latter, yeah. <laughs> but I, I kind of get, I kind of get that sense, and you know, I want to know from going from that kind of starting as a child to deciding, you know, what I think this is something I really want to do, or is that has that been something all the time, or is that something new for you? that this is what you're, you know, going to do uh, as a well, singer, be a singer full time. I think August, well, some, I'm getting older, so sometimes I get the date wrong, but I think it's August 18th, 2008 is the day that I decided, yeah, this is it. And it's when I, um, I had my first show, mm. like paid professional show, if you can call it that, mm-hmm. um, in Kalamazoo, Michigan, where I went to undergrad. Mm -hmm. And I was just hanging out one day and some friends and I, you know, we were in the living room and they played instruments and I didn't know that. And I sang and they didn't know that. So they said, you know what? Being crazy college kids, we should get together and put on a show. So we did that. Mm -hmm. And a local nonprofit hosted us and said, yeah, you can have it here and we'll charge a small admission fee. And people from the community came out and I made $75. Can you <laughs> listen to this? I made $75 right. and it was the best $75 I ever made in my life because I was like, listen, I would do this for free. I would yeah. do this just because I love to do it. But now I know that I can get paid to do this. <laughs> and I literally have not looked back since. I mean, yeah. I used to do free shows or like I said, for $75. <laughs> and I look back at those days like, girl, how did you even, what What was that about? <laughs> but um, yeah, I, you know, I said, well, listen, it's not work if you enjoy it and you get paid to do it. That's where, you know, you really found um a joy and a passion. And so I've been very blessed and very grateful to um, participate in this way. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I I was actually checking out some of your, uh, checking out the site and and some of the, um, the clips and, uh, and also um, some of the things you said in your bio. Uh, But what I would like to know, I guess, well, I know listeners would like to know, um, and they, they probably, a lot of people don't, don't know what it takes to get to, to certain points, but that time from your first performance where you just felt the love and felt the energy uh-huh. to getting to uh, getting on the voice, um, that in between time, um, what what was that like? What was what were some of the turning points in your journey, some of the ups and downs and, uh, and some of the some of the moments that that really encouraged you to, to keep going? And then and, and actually the audition, I guess, for the for the voice as well. Oh, that's a. Good question. There's so many layers. Um, I think that when you know something and you believe it truly in your heart, that something is your purpose. So I've broken these things down into three pillars, if you will. I've got a passion, I have a a gift, and then I have um, like a, what would you call this? A skill mm-hmm. or, you know, like a profession, mm-hmm. I guess is the best way to put it. And so people is actually my passion. I love music and I think it's a really powerful tool mm-hmm. to empower people and to connect people. But the, the people is the heart of the passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the gift is the voice. You know, I, this kind of happened upon me. I, I didn't go study music. I've, I'm not taking any 
formal lessons. Um, you know, I didn't major in music or anything like that. So I consider it to be a gift, just being raised around a bunch of um, really talented people. Um, and then that just always being infused into my world. And then I went to school for sales and business marketing. So I try to put all of those three things together to um, mm. to give like a comprehensive picture of how I can contribute to the world. Okay. And so when something is in you, it's like, you can't remove it. I, no matter how much I try it, this is just who I am. Um, and so that is what keeps the passion going because it's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's there. Right. Um, I can't imagine days where, you know, waking up and not being able to sing, um, mm-hmm. And so that's never been like a real fight to keep the music in my heart or to keep the the voice in my heart. But I will say (laughs) when you participate in an industry that is as quickly changing and as um, aggressive, if you want to call it that, or you just, you have to have that get up and go. Um, And I think Mm -hmm. the, the obligation I feel to, it's probably not the best word because that sounds real <laughs> treasury, you know, like it's yeah. a, like, oh gosh, I got to get up and do this. But I just, it's my obligation. It's my duty. It's my calling. It's my purpose. Mm-hmm. And so even days that I don't Dedication. feel like it, yeah, it's almost like, how dare you? You will not complain. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you have 50,000 things on your plate right now. You will not complain because you get to participate in this and you get to, um, have your gifts to make room for you. Know, right. you get to feed your family from from this platform and mm-hmm. um, folks that came before me, like my grandmother, who made it possible that I could have this luxury. You know, it's almost like a slap in the face. I would never right. complain about it. So anyway, to answer your question, because I've done <laughs> a long roundabout <laughs> no, way. No, I love it. You're speaking it's say, such it's, good mm-hmm. stuff. People <laughs> need to hear that. I mean, it's, yeah. Um, so you just do it because you know. because you, you have to and to whom much is given, much is required, and you get up and you just keep going and um, try to find better ways to to um, to attack the day, you know. Um, but I will say this, the the decision to audition for The Voice was a long, long, long back and forth in my head. Um, I, I had the audition ticket for... I don't even want to admit how many months. <laughs> and my family said, you're going to get up. When the day came, <laughs> it was like, you're going to get up and you're going to go. I'm going to drive you down there and you're going to get up and you're going to go. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to do this. And then I got there. The line was, oh my gosh, so long. I said, you know, this is a sign. I should just go home. <laughs> and they're like, nope, you're not coming home. Um, and so I, I went through with it and they invited me back for the second audition, which, um, I believe this season 13, 68,000 people auditioned. So I never thought that, um, I would get to the point, you know, to, to actually make it to TV. There's so many layers and so many steps before you get to that point that, at every step of the way, you think, okay, well, this will be the last. <laughs> this will be the last. Or I won't get invited back to the next mm-hmm. thing. Like, for sure, I'm not going to, you right. know. Um, but that's not what happened. And um, I did it because for the past couple of years, and I don't think a lot of people know this because I, I tend to be pretty private, but um, I was a caregiver for my grandmother. 
And it mm-hmm. all sink throughout that entire time. It really gave me the gift of perspective in a different way that I probably couldn't have gained in any other mm-hmm. um, role in my life. Um, my grandmother raised me and it was those couple of years time that allowed me to reciprocate all of that love and all of that care and all of that compassion that she gave me back to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And I knew that at the top of the year, I just wanted to seek balance, you know, Mm -hmm. like seek some balance um, Mm -hmm. with that. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do something crazy. And so I got up and then I said, (laughs) you know, forget it. We'll just go audition. You guys are right. I'm going to go audition for the Mm voice. Because we would watch it all the time together, my grandmother and I. Mm-hmm. And I said, this would be really cool if she could see me mm. on television when we watch this program <laughs> together. So, um, yeah. That's, that's wow. beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's that awesome. is, and that's that's that divine circle again. It's <laughs> always very interesting um, yeah. to to hear artists because I think every person we've interviewed, there's been some very beautiful divine circle that kind of wraps itself back around, and it all comes back to that gift, like you said, that that gift and mm-hmm. being able to use it. Now, of course, you know you were on this show, and you know you see. You see reality, at least I see different reality, um, you know, shows and music shows. And, you know, it looks fun and, you know, engaging and wow and ah, you know, and all that. But and I know that, you know, obviously you are you were on the show. So it's by no means to divulge any secrets of the voice or anything like that. But um, what was <laughs> what was now once you made it and it's like, oh, wow, I'm going to be on TV. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. What what was that experience like for you? What, what was that like? It was a great experience. It was um, it was a wonderful summer in L.A. Um, I don't have any I really don't have anything negative. Not that you're looking for something mm-hmm. negative, but. Um, it was an overall wonderful experience. Wonderful. Uh, I learned a lot. It definitely stretched me. Mm. There were things about uh, the production just in general that are way outside of my comfort zone. Mm. Um, for instance, being on television in front of millions <laughs> of people as a private person, you know, um, that was, you know, a lot to really wrap my mind around the idea that, okay, after this airs, whether people remember your name or they don't, you you will have been exposed to millions of people. And I think um, a lot of times folks think when you're an artist uh, that that's just really natural or that comes easy for for folks. So that's what you want. And it was something that I had to really wrap my mind around. Mm-hmm. especially with being a mother, you know, because my son uh, Maddox was also um, on the episode. Mm-hmm. I, I, we just had to, his father and I really had to sit with that and make a decision um, if that's the route that we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And um, in addition to that, the song that was, um, that was given, mm-hmm. it was really outside of my, my realm of what I would normally do. But um, yeah. I okay, think so you didn't get to choose I'm that. About you didn't learning. get to choose that song. That song was. <laughs> oh, you, was 
you caught that. You caught that. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Um, Uh, Keep on going. But yeah. So that's so funny. Um, Yeah, it was just interesting. But I'm always learning, you know, and I'm always willing to take different risks. So and, and rise to the the challenge, you know. I I don't want to stay comfortable. I want to you know see see what boundaries I can expand and all of that. So it definitely did that. Right. I think that with um, I still brought what I bring to that song. Right. Uh, I'm talking about the blind audition song. Right. Uh, the weekends can't feel my face. Mm-hmm. I feel good about what I brought to the song, but it's certainly not one that I would have. Right. Picked for myself. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I learned a lot. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well that that's a it's 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 great to to actually get that because a lot of times people um think they shine with certain songs or they think that uh they know their best material. Yeah. Um but I think what happens is is the contrast of of what your voice is to a different style mm-hmm. that actually makes yeah. you shine mm-hmm. because most people have heard a certain style before. And when you actually sing a different style, it, it gives you, your personality gets a chance right. to come through. Yeah. And I think that's what people heard is that if you sang a song that you normally sing or that fit, quote unquote fits your voice, right. then it would be okay. Yeah. That, that fits her. But if 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 you come and meet a challenge mm-hmm. and then exceed the challenge, I think that's that's what showed through. Yeah, no, I I yeah. agree. Agreed. I agree, and I think that's you know I I actually commend them for kind of doing that um, because it does push your artistry um, to be able to be mm-hmm. able to still show up in a song that you necess- you know you've never sang, you've never really been interested in, you know. So I think that. You know, that's a that's a, it's a, it is a big or bigger testimony of kind of like, you know, this is who this artist is because you have to bring it, you know, no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, well, I've got all kinds of, you know, lovely questions um, <laughs> as a result of what you just kind of was, you know, were explaining. <laughs> One of the big reasons why um, Will and I started this podcast and, and why I also wanted you to be on this um is, you know, we're trying to reach, you know, artists who, independent artists who are trying to figure out this whole maze of being an artist in today's music (laughs) industry. And, you know, I know that I am by no means, you know, an expert on everything, nor, you know, I, I doubt, although that, you know, Will Smith, Dr. Will Smith is pretty, you know, you're pretty expert level, Will, but, you know, we, we're still growing and learning and so forth. Uh, but um, I really <laughs> wanted to be able to bring an, an independent artist um, who maybe is not on the same platform as, you know, some mainstream mega, you know, whatever, and who's still, you know, growing, but has done, you know, can, can, can definitely say, you know, you've done some significant things, but still, you know, still developing and, and reaching out. I, I, I think it's important for other independent artists to see that so that they can be inspired and influenced and, and so forth. So now that you've done, you know, the voice and, you know, um, what types of, what kind of advice would you give to um, those independent artists who have that gift, who want to kind of get it going, but feel a little maybe, I don't know if it's stuck or just, 
you know, what's my next step or what should I be doing? What, what kind of Mm -hmm. tips and advice would you give at this point? Um, (laughs) do you mean talking to myself? (laughs) No, um, uh, you know what? I think that every time in my, when I look back over the years, every time that something really, really exciting or really, um, notable, has happened and, and and I'm basing that off of you know my definition of just my life. It's always been right after I make a decision to just ditch the fear or not even ditch the fear, hold it, but like take it with me where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um because I you know just not allowing it to uh, impede mm-hmm. so what I call it is making decisions from a place of abundance and from a place of what can go right, as opposed to making decisions from a place of lack, fear, Uh, and what can go wrong. Um, And every time, that's just been tried and true. In college, when I I sat down with myself and I said, Megan, if you could do anything this summer, what would you do? And I said, I would love to have an internship at a record label. Mm. And then I just agitate these questions a little bit. Okay, well, if you could have an internship at a record label, which one will it be? And I said, well, I would really love to have an internship at Hidden Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some of my favorite artists were there at the time. Mm-hmm. And what I did, I just got on the computer. I social media stalked people until I found <laughs> out if they had an internship. And I got in touch with uh, Charles Whitfield mm-hmm. and said, hey, I would love to come to L.A. and <laughs> do an internship with Hidden right. Beach. And he sent me an acceptance letter, you know. But if I had stayed mm-hmm. in that space of, oh, well, why would I reach they don't know me? Or um, how am I going to live in LA for three months with no money? Or, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. then I would have never reached out for that opportunity. And so I would tell any independent artist listening to this, legitimately go get a pad of paper um, <laughs> or like open up a new file on your computer if you're a tech person and ask yourself, what would you do without the limitation of time, money, resources, geographical location, without any limitations, what would you do? Mm -hmm. And then just do it. Mm -hmm. Take the fear right with you and then just do Mm -hmm. it. Whatever that is, figure out a way to get it done and then make it happen because we literally have everything um, at our fingertips. If it's funding that you need, then look into, (laughs) you know, look into artist grants or fellowships or people who are looking to invest or save extra money from your nine to five or, um, whatever the case, make the money appear. I think a lot of times we live with these limitations or these blinders mm-hmm. and then one why thing can't happen for us because we, we can't, we can't see it. Right. But once you're able to see it, then you can backtrack and figure out ways to make it happen. And so, um, I love how our <laughs> guests always co-sign yes. what we say. <laughs> we, we, we preach this. We, we always say, think from the end and then fill in the, the gaps between now and then. Yeah. And that's, ex- you just said exactly what, you know, your experience was. And that's, that's what you did. You know, you said, what do I want? Mm-hmm. And then you put it down and then you went for it and you, you went from the steps that you needed to take to get there. Yeah. And that's, that's so beautiful. That's exactly yep. what we talk that about. Is, yeah. it's, and it's, it, it's always fascinating to me how non-magical it is. <laughs> it's like, this is not magic. <laughs> this is not rocket science. Right. <laughs> it, and it fascinates me every single time because I think we have these ebbs and flows, right? Mm-hmm. 
where you're in this really high vibration space. And then maybe something, you know, like for instance, my grandmother and I never got to watch that episode. She, um, sadly, she passed mm-hmm. before the season of The Voice that I was on aired mm-hmm. um, about two weeks before it aired. And so mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm, I'm at this really high vibrational space, like, oh, this is really great. It's an exciting time. And then life happens, mm-hmm. you know, and as artists, we're not exempt from life happening. Right. Um, we just have to find ways, tried and true ways to get us back in the high vibration. And, um, so every time that happens where I might be in a lower vibrational space, it is always fascinating to me how unmagical it is. It's like, okay, (laughs) these are, these are steps that can be, um, that are tried and true. Okay. You're in low space. You need to Increase the beauty of your surrounding. That's my personal thing. I need to be in mm-hmm. inspiring mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. You need to increase the amount of life bringing people that are around. You need to get out and explore nature and find ways to be grateful. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, envision what you want and make it happen. It's just like cycles where it's like, yeah. if you have asthma, mm-hmm. um, you have an inhaler to fix that. You know, right, <laughs> it's like right. it's almost uh, just that way. No magic wands. Right. So I'm always fascinated by that. Yeah. You know, I love that you say no magic wand. I was just having a conversation with someone saying that, you know, the most divine and seemingly magical things always occur in the simplest and unbeknownst way. (laughs) It's always usually this very, Mm -hmm. like, very, um, like, you don't even really pay attention to you know whether let's say an opportunity comes and the way that it's introduced to you may be in this such a simple no poof the magic dragon you know none of that is happening it's just this little simple person maybe gave you a call or this little simple little thing just kind of you know kind of passed your way or you whatever and it's in those simple things you know that just turn into what may seem like you know, maybe it was, sur- you know, surreal right. or, or magic or whatever. And that, so that's really important yeah. for us to um, harvest the simple things. And like you just said about going, you know, when you're in those lower vibrations and going out in nature and, you know, just doing those more simple things, that's where so much light can come. You know, there's so much can be revealed and, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not rocket science. I say that all the time. It's not rocket science. Just, you know, if you can be honest to the, to, to your calling or honest to, um, that, that thing, that gift, then so much, you you know, the rest is going to kind of just happen for you. So we talk about that a lot here on the podcast. So yes. Yay. Yay. Megan (laughs) confirmed it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If my word was the one I, you're I waiting give... for, then there you go. <laughs> hey, that's it. That's the one. Yep. Yeah. I, w- I want to give a little bit of context for folks. Um, uh, the time period, like we said before, uh, you got on The Voice and then when, when you decided to sing, um, how many shows or gigs or performances uh, do you think you've done in that, that time span? <laughs> between uh, no co- way. Your college? <laughs> right. There's, right. There's That's no what I wanted to, to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, I couldn't even begin. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't have a roundabout number for you. <laughs> that that that's fine. That that's the that's the answer that I wanted. I, I wanted people to understand that 
in, in order to really be in the place for the opportunity to happen, you have to have prepared yourself for the opportunity. Oh yeah. And, and really have that experience because being on stage mm-hmm. in front of thousands of people and knowing that it's being watched by millions of people and then being in front of uh, quote unquote stars looking at you or listening to you, you have to have a certain level of comfortability oh, yeah. with your, your craft. Absolutely. And, and I'll yep. go a step further. You have to have a certain level of because <laughs> if you think about it, if you think about it before you do it, if you think about it while you're doing it, for me at least, I, I had to be a little insane to fly to LA mm-hmm. again. This is somebody, believe it or not. I, I think, um, you know how they say those personality tests, uh, introvert versus extrovert. I'm probably more mm-hmm. introvert leaning and people are always shocked mm-hmm. to hear that, but I will definitely right. enjoy sitting in a nice comfy chair with a blanket and a cup of hot chocolate <laughs> and a good book or a magazine or something. Um, and it takes, mm-hmm need time to, you know, I'm like a little socially awkward if I could be honest. Mm -hmm. And so when I go onto stage and our people, you know, we're communicating after the show or something like that. Um, it takes a lot out of me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. to go, to go onto, you know, the voice with there's cameras everywhere, you know, that there's going to be millions of people watching. Like I, to do this just little moments of insanity mm-hmm. strung together to just make it happen yeah yeah <laughs> and and you can't be thinking about the next note no no you have to be it's, completely it's, in the moment it's, it's a, i mean i think that's that's kind of the beauty exactly. of being of music is if you are if if you're not in the moment you're gonna mess up big time so it forces you i think carrie underwood talked a lot about that how mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. she what's the most powerful part for her of being an artist is that you're forced into the now, you know, and, and that how, how, how yes. incredible the now, what the now does, you know, and, and what, and, and how present yeah. that yeah. makes you. Ah, uh, Will, I know we're getting down on our time. Oh my gosh. Awesome. I hate this because I keep <laughs> wanting to talk to, you know, our guests for hours, but I want to make sure um, <laughs> that people, I mean, I know you, you know, you said you couldn't give the number of the shows, you know, and performances prior to that. Obviously I can imagine since then that number is now doing some amazing things for you. And so if you could just really quickly, you know, how has, I guess that changed, has it changed your professional life as an artist um, after doing the show? I, I would definitely say so. It's changed. It's changed several numbers <laughs> in a in a good way. It's changed the number of performances. It's changed the dollar of negotiations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's been really good. Go. And I'm. That's what I. Everything that I wanted to to receive from an experience like that, an opportunity like that, um, I can't complain. That's what I was. Yeah, I can't complain. It definitely is not, I'm not moving in a mansion tomorrow <laughs> um, from it, you know, but I don't right. think that that's what it's intended to do. Um, right. I really think that it's intended, this this particular platform, I think is intended to uh, expose artists a bit more than, you know, provide a platform that would give them more exposure than normal and really uh, develop artists in such a way to, you know, just show 
where the bar should be. Right. Uh, we got vocal lessons. We were able to meet with choreographers and just focus on staging. There, so there's a really nice artist development component that they infuse into that um, platform that I, that I hear is not available Beautiful. in some of the other ones. Um, yeah. And so right. it, uh, it, it was very beneficial in many ways, numbers and, and non. So Awesome. Awesome. Beautiful. Wow. Well, can you let people know how they can follow you and your introverted ways? No, I'm just playing, but how can they (laughs) how can they see you? If you would like to follow what I'm cooking for dinner this week for my family, you can know. Right. (laughs) Um Instagram. I'm on Instagram at Megan McNeil and so my name is spelled with an A. It's M E A G A N. McNeil is M-C-N-E-A-L. Can't tell you how many times that it's misspelled. So <laughs> everything is at Megan McNeil. Uh, Facebook is at Megan McNeil. Instagram is at Megan McNeil. Twitter is at Megan McNeil. And then my website is MeganMcNeilOnline.com. Awesome. Awesome. You guys, make Perfect. sure you listen to Megan because like I said, um, when the moment you see her, you're going to be like, oh, my God, she's beautiful. And, you know, you've so much you have just um, a lot of um, mm-hmm. just even, uh, you know, in your presence and your vibe, your brand. I mean, it, it's just very engaging. So then you're going to hear these powerful vocals. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. And I, I'm a I'm an energy seeker. I'm an <laughs> empath. I'm definitely introverted. And so I pick up on people's energies and you've got beautiful energy. So, yeah, thank you so much, thank you know, you. for coming along oh whenever Thank whenever so a girl much, needs yeah. a boost i'll just call into the podcast like hey you guys hey <laughs> yep do that do that hey, we might have that one day have a call yeah, in yeah that might, might be a nice will. day <laughs> call in we're, we're, we're getting there we're getting there <laughs> maybe you can have me as a, a guest host yes since, you know i i I shot hey. this idea over. Not that you didn't think about it. Before. No, we did. Yeah. We didn't talk about the it. The record shows. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Thank you all so much for having me. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being on, on the podcast. And we're looking forward to seeing seeing some of the uh, the big highlights coming up. Yeah. I'm working on the music. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> well, thank you. And Will, I guess we're signing yep. off until our next time. Yep, we'll be back not next week, but the week after, because you'll be in Mexico. Yeah, we're taking a little break because <laughs> I'm going to Mexico. But yeah, we'll take a break, but we'll be right back. Cause Enjoy we're... your vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have some awesome <laughs> other guests. So we will, we'll, we'll be back soon. All right, talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbizbiz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form 
and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.